to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast that, that makes you smile. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell it's been a while? Um, I'm trying something new there. My name is Stuart, and I am running the game in a loose sense. I'm Ali, and I play Kenny, and I have a Magikarp and a Rowlet. My name's David, I'm playing Theo, and I have a Meditite, a Swaddle, and a Kabuto. Hi, my name's Tom, and I'm playing Brandy. I care about my Pokemon, unlike some people, so I know that I have a Baneri and a Skaroopy. I see how it is. I feel like this feels like we're introducing our university challenge team. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, my name's Theo, and I'm studying battle at the uh, church tower of... Um, of Surfloat Town. Of Surfloat Town. So it's Couldn't been it's that. been a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Absolutely your not. start of a ten. What town do you start the game in? Uh, Uno. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a while. So we're gonna we're gonna find our feet again, and we're gonna remind you what happened last time. Previously on Critical Ditto. Are you alright, mate? Wimpy and Scroopy have just sort of started casually circling each other. Veneri's just taking hits after hit after hit. This is my tag-along wardrobe! Take any item of clothing that you'd like. I guess we'll... Do a montage? Theo says, I'm just gonna go and meditate. But I think there's a, there's a strange tension in Meditite. And Theo goes, I need someone who is smart and strong. Meditite understands there's a reason that we were partnered. The Formia region is in trouble. I want to invite you to come to the Pokemon League HQ and help us stop some nefarious teams. Sooner or later, some people are going to try to attack me and I kind of need other help I can get. So I'm in. A scholarship does sound like academia, so sign me up too. I want to be a Pokemon champion and I think my Pokemon do as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for a ride. To the Pokemon League. That's where we left it. Yeah, so we are on our Skarmory uh, squadron, flying in a sort of tight formation. I like the idea that each of the Skarmories has a small coloured decal, almost like Red Arrow style. The Skarmory Rainbow Squadron. Maybe they're quite famous. RS, Ruby Sapphire, like Mm -hmm. it. Quite a famous Pokemon League squadron uh, taking to the air. We have at the front this Skarmory Wrangler blonde lady uh, who didn't give a name. Strong, silent type, for sure. How convenient for you. <laughs> <laughs> Behind, I suppose, Candy, bringing up the rear, flying across the top of the, the Formia region. This is the first time we get a good view of our region, really. Um, I mean, we've seen the coast of Surfloat. We've seen the forest uh, around Surfloat. Oh, we get that town map view. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. I sort of see it like in Amiga Ruby Alpha Sapphire, the, uh, the soaring on Latias and Latios. Uh, mechanic where you are literally above the region and you get this this kind of clear view of what this region actually looks like. So I thought it'd be quite fun as we take off in our in our Skarmory squadron to name all the towns <laughs> in the region. Strap yourselves in, Here folks. This is a four-hour episode. <laughs> okay, not like... I'm pitching it. Brick Town. They make bricks. <laughs> Give me another one. Wood Town. There's wood there. It's a forest. Ooh, fuck Jim. <laughs> Maybe not the specifics, but... <laughs> but table it... Village! No, I'm just... <laughs> Wait, no, I like Table Village. Tell me more! I know, I'm backing out of Table Village. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm backing out. But yeah, give us a sort of idea, maybe maybe just of the terrain mm. and geography of our region a little bit. Is there a rather dramatic mountain range? A nope, ch- all flatlands. <laughs> it's just grassland. Grass, flatlands. Yeah, as soon as you leave the forest, it's just a plain desert. <laughs> <laughs> Infinitely sprawling outwards. <laughs> With no sounds. No I like stops. the idea that it's just still rendering. So it's 
still just like this black nothing. <laughs> Pixels. Until you get there and then it slowly just like pops into buffers. <laughs> so yeah, anyone got any fun ideas? I have an idea. Okay. I think we see a collection of small little islands far off into the distance. Maybe we're not heading necessarily in that direction. They're very separate, but they're also close enough that, you know, there can be bridges between them. Um, so it's like an archipelago yeah, of yeah. little little islands. I'm kind of thinking, you know, in Dubai they have the world mm. islands. They have like the map of the world mm. in islands. That's man-made, but maybe this one is natural. And is that out from Surflow Town? Is that, oh, yeah. Went, that's if you some... went out from Surflow Town, you'd reach this archipelago. Okay, in this archipelago, mm. Ali slash Kenny, what problem are they currently having to deal with? Like, what issue is plaguing this archipelago? The bridges. Corroding metal. Corro- corrosion Acid of the rain. Why? Yeah, the bridges are brittle and okay. a couple of people have fallen down. It's not dangerous necessarily to do so, but like, that's, a pro- that's a problem for sure. Problem connecting the people in archipelago land. I was going to say, what are we going to call this? Archipel- archipelago land. <laughs> archipelago islands. So the archipelago... <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say it, but I like it. Archipelago islands. Archipelago islands. And their, their, their goddamn bridge problem. Uh. What else? What, what does Theo see above above the skies of Formia? Um, I think can't think of anything but the church. <laughs> just sees a king's rock and just immediately <laughs> dives off as a subplot. Um, I'm I'm gonna say that there is somewhere in the distance. Theo is able to see a kind of you know like Malam Tarn, that kind of like steep wall of slate, smooth Ooh. rock wall. But you can kind of see that something has been carved into it. Some sort of metropolis has been carved into this otherwise sheer face of slate. It's it's, it's a city in the rock. Yes. Great. Okay. Is that just that rises from the ground or is that in a mountain or is it like... I'd say it's in the middle of some kind of like hilly, naturey... (laughs) Naturey? David is a journalist. (laughs) (laughs) Words are his weapon. (laughs) Um, I say it's it's in the middle of like rolling hilly area. Not quite mountainous. Yeah. Not quite a kind of lake district. Just kind of like rolling hills. Yes. And there's been a metropolis. I hear, I hear, when I hear metropolis, I think big. Mm. I think this is a big, oh, yeah. big thriving city. Mm. What is this metropolis's industry? Why has it sprung up? It's a very good question, Stu. <laughs> surely, surely. <laughs> it's got to be to do with the slate that they built. What? I don't, or or yeah. is it? Like, is it yeah. That might be the obvious choice, but is there like a... I don't know. Well, maybe they started in some sort of mining yeah. capacity. It's a mining, mining metropolis. But what surprising thing have the miners unearthed recently i'm gonna say that miners have unearthed not the king's rock <laughs> Vito. Um, i'm gonna say that they've unearthed some pokemon fossils and nobody's quite sure what they are but they're kind of being held in an arms race situation here Ooh, okay unidentified fossils yeah there's maybe some like gangs within that metropolis some who want to do certain stuff with the fossils some who want to do other things with yes. those fossils um and there's like a, some faction warfare going on yeah cool is it too much to add that the fossils, what makes these fossils quite special in a way, is that they're huge. Mm. They're yeah. massive Giant. Pokemon yeah. fossils. Yeah. Have, we got, have we got a name for this, this, this mining... 
Table Village. <laughs> no, not I was going to say just Malvern. Malvern. <laughs> it sounds a bit like Neuvern. Malvern, Neuvern. Yeah. I like that. Mate. There's a, they've probably got a lot of Neubats <laughs> in those caves. Neubatten. Yeah. Neubattenberg. Neubatten. Neubatten it is! <laughs> it's in. <laughs> So, Brandy, casting your eye across this green and pleasant land, what do you see? What do I see? I see a big oh mushroom. It's like a massive mushroom. Oh, is this growing out of a of a swampy area? Yeah, I'm looking left. I'm gonna say left. Ali was looking straight ahead. David, David looking looked right. right. I'll look left. Covered all bases. So we've got all bases. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, there is a, a a big mushroom. It's not. A Pokemon, this mushroom, but it's just it's just massive. You can see tents and like small, simple structures just on the top of the mushroom. Just tents. Tents on the top of the mushroom. Maybe a couple of yurts. But okay. nothing nothing like little... big. Nothing like That's more like a substantial. more like a village. Well, I was gonna say what is what is the camp. name of the scientist leading this expedition to the mushroom? Oh, okay. The scientist's name is this going to be a mushroom pun? I will tell you, this scientist is a fun guy. Oh, um, oh There's okay. no mushroom for that, Tom. I've realised we've got to be careful with professor names, because I named Professor Honey, only thinking that a honey tree was a thing. Because it sounds like a thing, right? It's not a thing. It's not. There are no honey trees. <laughs> At some point, they're going to they're gonna run out of trees, so they're going to have to branch right? to general nature <laughs> Have things. to branch? Oh. Soon there'll just be a, a person called Professor Tree. <laughs> That's who it is. It's Professor Tree. <laughs> right, okay. Professor Tree is leading this expedition, and Professor Tree has a team of scientists around them. They're getting fungal samples. However, the problem that they're facing is that one of the interns, one of the aides, uh, dropped one of the fungal scrapings and has been infected with something, but they don't know it yet. Ooh. <laughs> That is a ticking time bomb, and I yep. love it. They they dropped it, breathed it in, knew they breathed it in, and didn't say anything. It could be fine, but it's not going to be fine. fine. And we fly towards the Pokemon League. I, I, I don't think it takes too long, Skarmory. Flying pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you have like helmets or goggles or anything? Or is this just like really bad? A couple um, of people fall off, but Skarmory just swoops down and picks them up again. Catches them back up. 
Kenny keeps jumping off as well once he realizes <laughs> and, and his scarmory in his head that scarmory in the in their head is like oh, I'm gonna drop him oh, that's fine how does how does each of your characters ride their scarmory brandy uh, clings clings to hers but is trying to pretend like she's having fun uh, as is Heron who actually is, is experiencing it exactly the same way they're riding next to each other I'm having so much fun <laughs> I've ridden the Skarmory many times so I know what it's like I, I could do a flip do it me too Kenny, Kenny does a flip mine's better than his but I'm not sure the Skarmory could take it and then I get bucked <laughs> how does Theo ride um, I think the Theo Skarmory. is sat upon the Skarmory looking looking very dignified side saddle <laughs> side saddle yes however the only way it's being allowed to work is that secretly Meditite is kind of psychically keeping me sat beads of sweat <laughs> down Meditite's face um, how, how is Bash riding her Skarmory because we don't know much about Bash so I think she's actually standing up in the stirrups, hand across her forehead as she's sort of looking out into the distance, mariner style, like checking out the landscape, really interested and like, okay, sort fine. of exploring that. How do we think Hannah's riding? <laughs> I feel I feel like Hannah is not hiding how terrified she is. Whilst Heron and Brandy are desperately trying to save face. Hannah is just hiding in the luggage yes. of like the Skarmory Wrangler. They, they have little saddle bags, yeah, 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 and yeah. she is desperately trying to climb into one of those bags. <laughs> and the Skarmory's like, "Stop it! What no, are you doing? Throwing off my weight! Skarmory! Skarmory! Scar! Scar! Skarmory! That Skarmory's having a terrible time. I think Vesper oh, is just whispering in the ear of the Skarmory, faster." Faster. Do any of us hear this? <laughs> no, 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 no. The wind is like. I, I think that they just look completely normal to everybody. They're just kind of leaning there leaning next forward. to the head of the Skarmory. <laughs> um, okay, so we're flying over and we get to the Pokemon League. So this is this. Hopefully, will be the final location we mess around with today. But it's quite a big location. The thing with Pokemon leagues in the world of Pokemon is that they 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 tend to have their own location, like the Indigo Plateau, where there's this purpose-built hub, central facility, whatever, that houses the Pokemon League. It's not like they're just attached to a town like a gym. This is its own thing. And I like that. Our Pokemon League, if we're extrapolating what's in the games and the anime and stuff, it's it's kind of part sports arena, it's part judiciary, and it's part governing body. It's this huge place. So it's clearly, it's got to house the public and have amenities, and yet it's also got to have this quite official area. So I'm just wondering, as we as we fly towards the Pokemon League, is it is it underwater? Is it underground? Is it on a cloud? I'm imagining like a huge country estate. Okay. Mm. I, I feel like the vibe I got from the paintings in the school was very aristocratic almost. Ooh. So maybe. I mean, I think we are almost leaning into a like Galar adjacent region. We're just, we're drawing on our English heritage, of course. So maybe the Pokemon League is almost like a Cambridge or an Oxford. All these different buildings are like very grand, very old, very ostentatious. Mm. You know, they've all sprung up in different eras. You've got like a, a, a tower here that was built yeah. circa 1600. You've got, uh, you know, some dormitory for, for competitors that was built up later on. Yeah. It's not mishmash, but it is a bit higgledy-piggledy. It's a bit like the, the current Houses of Parliament that the British Parliament sit in at the moment. There's a big debate as to whether they should move Parliament because they need to re- do the building because it's not fit for purpose. They don't. Their offices aren't big. They're not fit for like electrics and stuff like that. Buildings that are on the verge of needing a huge, huge investment and revamp. Mm. So what if, rather than revamping stuff again and again, what they've done is they've just built on top mm. and on top and on top and on top and this this weird mishmash tower 
start at the bottom with these like ruinesque plinths, uh, mausoleum almost, and as it goes up, it becomes much much grander and more technological. Rather than up, okay. What if it was out? Yeah, that's so what I think. ruins that's in the middle. The oldest okay. point is yeah. in the middle with these really old ruins because I think it would be weird for them to build on top of something that top could just fall down. But if it moves outwards, I think that's kind of fun. That as you move yeah. through, it gets. That's weirder, right. yeah. older, creepier. Mm, yeah. So all the new bits are on the outside. I'm imagining a sort of pentagon. Maybe there's kind of like from in the centre, you've got like an old stately pile in the middle. There's like walkways that connect it to another level outside of that, slightly more modern. And there's like another walkway from each of it. So it's like a series yes. of concentric circles of modernity going like out that. to a final. I like that. I like that. It's very sort of. Is that Noughts and Crosses? Is that the book? The I'll Mary go with Blackman? it. I'll yeah, be compared to a children's laureate. Like <laughs> <laughs> or of course, Attack on Titan. And that's it. And so where's it, where's it sort of located? Maybe the, the Pokemon League is in the middle of the region, whatever shape you imagine the region to be. Sure. But the newer bit almost acts like a wall, a fort, the new stuff. Mm. But when, as you get to the older stuff, it actually descends downwards. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like descending into yeah. an underground as you get lower nice. and lower. Nice, nice. Yeah. As I you was get further down. in, it gets down into a central point, <clears> which <throat> is like a fun old ruin. So yeah. it's almost got levels as it goes down. Yeah, exactly. Great. But the new sort of pentagony, pristine, nice bit is almost acts as the barrier. As a barrier. Oh, okay. I'm getting getting... An, I'm getting a sense of it. I'm getting yeah. a vision of it. This is lovely. It's almost like a like some sort of giant sinkhole, almost not yeah, a dangerous yeah. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that we've taken like, exactly. like a huge crater. Great. Okay, so this is what we see as we're flying in, and it's all indigo. And I think you, you... <laughs> <laughs> and we're flying, we're flying above the clouds, and you just descend through a cloud, and just as you come through that last wispy layer of cumulonimbus, <laughs> to use it the proper word, terminology, yep, one. you you start to see, and we get this musical swell as we descend, seeing the Pokemon League appear before us. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the Pokemon League before. Uh, but it's quite an awe-inspiring sight to see it all laid out, you know, bigger than a city almost. This one facility, this building, this, this heart at the centre of the Formia region. And even from the, the height you are at with your Skarmory, you can see that heart beating with life. You can see people coming and going, crowds accessing gates. The Pokemon League is alive, it is kicking, and we're about to discover what that means. Where does Candy take our group? I think there are lots of kids around the Pokemon League, obviously, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I think Candy might say, Are you ready to put on a show? And yes. Apparently, yes. I say, No! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and these kids are like, It's the Rainbow Squad! It's the Rainbow Squadron! And then the Skarmory just go into a perfect routine. We see flares from their feet like explode into different colours that trail behind them. And we are just like, we're part of their sort of act that they do. And these kids are down. They're like, wow, oh, amazing. Oh, man. Wow, look, one of them's just hanging off their leg. Wow. That's so dangerous. That's Kenny, just like waving. <laughs> this is the most fun Kenny's ever had. And that sort of takes us past the first bit, the, the Pentagon okay. outside bit. But I think we're just in the second bit, which is the more 
Yeah, like houses of parliament tea. Yeah. We're, not the, we're not the ruins. Not the, no, that's no, like, not, that's, not the ruins. Yeah, so there's basically the like, ruins. there's almost three levels. Ruiny, Englishy, ostentationacy, Cambridge, Oxford, and then there's... Super modern, lab. Modern. <laughs> cool, okay, so we fly into this old style area, and I think we fly into a bell tower, because we're in old England. Nice! And, there's, mm. and then beneath the bell tower, it's like... Whoosh, and there's these giant Notre Dame-esque bells that are not swinging right now, but the scummies swoop round them, and they've got they've got their own perches. Exactly. And as they as they swing past the bells, there's a it's it's like a little routine they do. They just clip a little bell with their wing, and it like sounds out the Rainbow Squadron sound, which is ma 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 ma. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're the final Skarmory You've got to have that brewing You've got to have it You've got to hold oh, that in the flight. <laughs> Known as the Fartmory <laughs> The Fartmory And you land in the Avery on your perches Windswept Shaken possibly by the Brandy's trying to not throw up desperately as his heron <laughs> <laughs> That was great I could go again Oh why not right now Sorry. Yeah great idea let's get back on Oh god <laughs> I named mine His name is Phil that felt and you're, you're on the perch And he has already got like a little name No, yeah, he's like, it's something really dramatic Skarmory Oh my god, it's it's Scar- Thunderbringer Skarmory Thanks Phil, I'll see you later Skarmory <laughs> So everyone descends off their birds I hope everybody had a good flight, how was it? I know it's 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 tricky, I know, for a lot of first timers I don't think I did very well You, I, I saw you <laughs> I was fishing for compliments, I was amazing, wasn't I? <laughs> well, I mean, for a beginner You had confidence Attitude? I fell off well, a lot. Yeah, of course. But then, but you know, it caught me every time. Kenny, how do we learn? By letting a skarmory catch you. Uh, well, yeah, we fail and we get back up, and that's what you did. Does it count as falling off if you throw yourself off? I learned how to throw myself off. Ah, Candy, yes. I mean, learning. Yeah, Theo, sure. oh, learning. Oh, we're all just gonna. I think I remember why I that. quit school now. <laughs> so we're we're here. We're the Pokemon League. Who's who's been to the Pokemon League before? Brandy tentatively <laughs> raises a hand. Oh, really? You've been before? You left just before, but yeah, Ga- I-, I was here when Gary when Gary I did the challenge. I thought you already left. You were here at the challenge. I left during the challenge. I didn't see you in any of the the post match footage or anything. No, I did stay in the in the foyer. I was gonna come in, but that's when I decided not to follow in. So did you make your way back from here? Yeah. Wow. That's a long way. I took the train. Oh, the train. Oh, that that <laughs> right. makes more sense. Yeah. The train, yeah. yeah. Here is my hat. I had money. You know, if you if you'd walked, you would probably be a lot higher level. Right. Um, <laughs> unnecessary dig, yes, but okay. Oh, no, oh, you pick, you asked me to come. Listen, that's not a dig. I'm just saying. You you know you're. Let's be honest. You're all still at the the starting blocks. But that's that's why we're here. I want you to go and explore the league a little bit, okay? But if you could all meet me again in let's say. Two hours, okay? You you have you have two hours. Go and go and do your thing, be yourselves, live your truth, and I will see you again at the Okay, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll meet you there at the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're st- you're great. You're great. You're good. Where are we meeting you? I don't know. <laughs> Listen. <The> um... <laughs> I tell you what, everyone, everyone, take one of these pizza buzzers. I just buzz you. <laughs> All right, when it's okay, and then you just we'll take the pizza, <laughs> buzzer. Take pizza buzzer. Thanks, just a Heron. Heron, take the pizza buzzer. Heron, I'm not taking the pizza <laughs> just, buzzer. Just Heron. Why what is, is a pizza? Um, is there, is there... Wait, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> no, I, I, as I said, what is a pizza? Doughy round thing, tomatoes, cheese, cheese, like bash. Do you know what a pizza is? Uh, 
No. What do you have called? pizza? Do you because mean... I haven't eaten in six days. Do you mean... <laughs> it's a food? Focaccia <laughs> flatbread. With, with the olives and the capers. Oh, focaccia flatbread. Is well, is that, is it sim- I, I think it's a similar thing, Heron. I, I, I understand... Okay. Um, it sounds awful, but okay. I think I think when I went to college, I think a few of my roommates ordered one with pepper pepper pepperzonis. Peppercini. Pepperancies. Ah, they sound like strong Pokemon. I wish must catch one. I think they're an evolution chain actually. <laughs> Those are three Pe- Pepper, Pepperoni, and Pepperoncini. Pepperoncini. I think that's yeah. Meanwhile Theo turns to Hannah and goes, Are you normal? <laughs> are you? <laughs> Do you have pizza? Nope, nope, she's not. Vespa's <laughs> just going, faster, faster. She hasn't left the Skarmory. Hannah is just eating Skarmory food. <laughs> just like chowing down on these pellets. Oh my god, this is so good. And we are the Pokemon League's last hope. <laughs> Alright, spe- special defenders on me, special defenders on three. One, two, three. Special defenders. Alright, I'm not saying it. I'll see you in an hour, bye. We'll meet you at the special defenders room. The lounge. It's the Special lounge. Defenders Lounge. Yeah. The SDL. The SDL. I, I realise that she's our new employer and I probably shouldn't correct her, but I think it's a good idea that none of us actually be ourselves. Probably a good plan, looking around. Let's establish very quickly what is happening at the league right now. I love the idea that there's a, there's a challenge going on at the league right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because let's say it's a vacant seat. Surely they're going to be inundated with challengers. So who is challenging the league right now? How old are they? They're a hot shot 10-year-old. Okay, so it's a 10-year-old. It's mime. A... <laughs> wow. It's a 10-year-old mime. Right, okay. 10-year-old mime. I wonder what Pokemon they have. Who hates Shroomish. Mr. Mimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who hates Mr. Mimes Desperate. because they put them out of business. <laughs> they put the family mime business out of business. So this comes from a lineage of mimes who have been absolutely destroyed by a Mr. Mime troop in their local... Oh my God. And this 10-year-old wears some slightly powered up actual Mr. Mime gloves. Whoa. Right? Mm. So they can actually... Well, their, their special powers, they can actually make a reflect. They can use the move reflect wow. with these gloves. Yeah. Okay. And they don't speak ever to their Pokemon so everything is mime so their Pokemon must they psychic type so they can kind of read into what what that person's thinking or oh, they're a typeace a psychic typeace maybe a psychic typeace what's their name Myrmidon okay who does one compete against when the champion is not there do they the just elite four. just the elite four I think there's I think there's a temporary champion ooh mm. maybe they they called on last Perfect. previous champion yes but something's happened to that maybe they're like now they're sort of they've gone off the rails a little bit. Who's the boar man? Boromir Draw. Oh my god, it's Boromir Draw. Boromir Draw is back. The previous champion is Boromir Draw. Yes. And Boromir Draw is back. But the big twist is that after going off the rails, he loves to win rather than draw. Yeah. Oh god, and he's not a good he's not a good image for the league at all no. because he wins really boring as well. Like the only move he uses is leech seed. Oh, he's just got a bunch of defensive yeah. tanks. Yeah, he's, using he's toxic. Person, he beats people without using any offensive moves. It's oh toxic leech seed, toxic spikes, toxic spikes, rock. Oh god, he's a monster. <laughs> Stall Pokemon forever. 
So ten-year-old my Mervidon, where are they in their challenge? Are they just about to start the whole challenge, or are they like halfway no, through? I think nah. surely halfway through. Halfway yeah. through. But th- this match has been going on for about two hours. Withdraw. With Boromir draw. So, they've got, oh, they've so they're got not halfway through four. then. He's at the champion. He's at the champion. Wow. This is a big, big, big <laughs> fight. Then. Well, it was. Everyone was really excited about it. But then Boromir draw is sucking the energy from it. Like, it's been going on for two hours. Some of the crowds have left because it's so dull. And the Pokemon League are slightly worried. In fact, it's um, Myrmidon's, all of Myrmidon's Pokemon are just using Struggle. <laughs> Because I've used all their PP. Oh, God. <laughs> so as you guys come out of the Avery, you actually see quite a few spectators mumbling and grumbling, chucking their tickets in the ground, walking out, you know, well, away from... the league ain't where... what it used to be. I tell you that much for sure. Yeah, Gary, he knew how to put on a show. Oh, he sure did, you know. I, well, I was coming here since I was a little a little weedle, and now look at me, old and haggard, and I am jaded by this Boromir draw. Boromir draw is more like Boromir boars. Oh, you tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Boromir... Ambor, am I right? Bonnie Snore! No, no, As you exit, I think there's a lot of. There's probably a lot of like screens around the league and stuff as well. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a fan zone. There's the Henman Hill. Yeah. And you can probably see on the uh, on the screen as it's going up. Uh, I think Myrmidon's just about to lose. Like you say, all their Pokemon have run out of PP. Boromir Draw's still got two or three left. Yeah. When you see Boromir Draw on the screen, what is like the first thing that you notice? about Boromir He sat down <laughs> in, a chair, in yeah. a chair. He has one of those no. fold-out camp chairs. And is just kind of chuckling to themselves with a, with a floppy neck. Another score for Boromir Draw. What's Boromir Draw's go-to Pokemon? Toxapex. Yes, oh, such a staller. Yeah. Toxapex, come use Toxic Spikes. <laughs> There's already 60 Toxic Spikes on the field. So many. Spikes oh my God. Stealth rocks everywhere. Toxapex. And, and, and Myrmidon the Mime is cursing in the air. Massive. What does he sound like? It doesn't speak. Myrmidon <laughs> mimes the walls closing in on them. <laughs> Why do we choose a mime for a podcast? <laughs> hey! <laughs> we like the listeners to use their imaginations. This is a yes and podcast. <laughs> so listeners, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, could you imagine a ten-year-old mime using reflect With and closing gloves and putting them in themselves into a fake box? Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, the poison addled unconscious body of a Kadabra. They never got to trade. <laughs> couldn't say yes because they wanted to. Yes. They couldn't consent to the trade when they were asked yes or no. They couldn't say. <laughs> M- Mumadon, I am begging you. Trade this graveler with me. Please, <laughs> please just say yes. We just need to accept the trade. That's it. Yep. Just say just yes. Say yes. That's, the, that's how it works. No. no. Stop signing thumbs up. No. Don't need to, just say please. yes. Just do um, a big. Oh my okay, goodness. Nodding isn't going to work. All right. Just, if it, I don't involve this graveler, the Gollum gang are going to be after me. I need to do this for I them. will die. I need so much debt. Please, <laughs> Myrmidon. I uh, the idea that the Pokemon League has required actual enthusiastic verbal consent for trades to work. <laughs> trade consent is yeah, like a exactly. massive public it's huge. service it's yeah, huge. campaign. And, and there's there's currently a bill being passed about the problem with the the mime characters of the world and how the mime it's tough for the mime characters <laughs> okay so that's what's trade. going on in the parliament <laughs> no other no issues there are 25 evil teams there is a mime representative filibustering by just doing a mime act they're endlessly <laughs> climbing to the top of a rope <laughs> and it's the top of the rope when will the rope end <laughs> when order <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is flooding out from this Boromir uh, Myrmidon match and I think, yeah, people are kind of deflated that this yeah. this possible great challenge 
could have seen a new champion today, mm. and it's and it's not happened. Probably going back to the terminal area. This is where I mean, it makes the the, the bit in the tree that had like the the medical bay and the telephones and stuff look like poxy. This is like Terminal Five Heathrow. There is there are shops, there are food stalls, there are um, places to charge a phone. There's like <laughs> internet cafe. You know, there is everything here. So you're walking out of the Avery. Where are you guys sort of heading in this in and amongst the crowd filing out? I don't really mind what we do. do you, does anyone have anything they want to do? Randy? You know this area better than us. Do you know what there I is? I mean, a little here? bit. They have an uh, archive room just, just over in the, um, the third side Pentagon, as it's known. I was thinking it would be good to, to know what happened in um, Gary's championship match. I just As I missed it the first time around, I didn't actually watch it. And I thought, maybe as I'm here, this is probably the only place you can... One day someone's going to invent the ability to record live television, but... <laughs> Wouldn't that be a miracle? That would be amazing, <laughs> oh. but now you can only access it through the archives. Did you want to do that alone? No. I didn't, know, I didn't know if this was like a big character thing for you or... Um... No, I know most things are a big character <laughs> thing for me. I do like to go off into rooms and just like... But I, know, I, didn't, I didn't see you for the last like four days, so... <laughs> yeah, um... That's true, that's true. <laughs> Does anyone have a, a better idea of what, what we could do? I'm quite new to, to battling and stuff, so I'm more than up for watching the champion Ooh. at work. I'd like to pick up a couple of techniques and stuff. I mean, I did study battling, so it would be good to get a bit more... What? All you right. You battling. All right. You. You weren't there when I beat somebody up with my own hands in the desert dome That's earlier. not how you battle. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't do the battling. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, you need to come as well. <laughs> All right, Theo. Who's that Pokemon? Skarmory. How's it going, Doctor? Can you, um, can you wipe my brow, please? Um... How rude. I'm also a surgeon. I'm also a surgeon. Can can you be quiet? I'm doing a life-threatening operation over here. Scalpel. Scalpel. You pass me the scalpel! Scalpel! No scalpel! Too many scalpels. Too many scalpels killed the patient. That famous And of course, here we are in the midsection. Did you not pick that up? You didn't pick that up. So here we are in the midsection, guys. We've got some lovely listener... Uh, emails loads and this one is from a lovely listener called Josh Anderson from Birmingham in England oh, an English listener an English listener mm. it's amazing because we're, we're American but yeah. we just do an English accent <laughs> chip chip peerio mate how you, how you doing how's the queen Brexit Brexit oh I love me to eat <laughs> guys the, that's such a good Birmingham accent <laughs> um, but he sent in this one okay Gwen 63 years old sells ice cream in Surfloat Town Sees her job as a way to earn enough money to become the Pokemon champion. She's single and has been all of her life. Oh. No real family ties, but oh. very sociable. I know what you're saying there, Josh. <laughs> single but sociable. Nice. <laughs> she's a bit crazy. To the point that she thinks she's a 13-year-old girl called Caitlyn and therefore believes she still has a chance to become a Pokemon master. Her favourite Pokemon is Gyarados, but her one and only Pokemon is a Quillfish that she's convinced will become a Gyarados. So there's a lot to unpack there. There really is. So we've got Gwen, who's 63. But thinks she's 13. She thinks she's 13 and called Caitlin. She thinks she's 13. So this is a a tragic character. What could cause that that problem? I'm going to say it. I think some psychic interference. Is the quillfish poisoning her? Oh, Oh, maybe it is. Maybe the quillfish is poisoning her. Poison jabs in the tea every day. 
in the ice cream. The ice cream that she sells. So there's a deeply troubled, sad old woman who loves Gyaradoses. Who loves Gyarados. Who doesn't? Um, Who sells ice cream, but really wants to be the Pokemon champion. Sounds like a great With rival. a quillfish. So she's a really entrepreneurial 13-year-old in her head. She's really? like, I've, I've got my life mapped out. I'm I mean, going to save. I actually have a lot of respect for this woman. Um, I'm really, really gutted that she lives in Surfloat Town. We've just left. We've just left Surfloat Town. But, but she'll be going on a Pokemon journey herself, surely. Yeah, she's going out with her quillfish. Okay. Let's say this. She's finally sold the last ice cream that's given her enough money to buy a train ticket to the, her first gym town. She's like, line that up. She's like, that's where I'm going to do my first gym challenge. She's, been, I get she's the been training this quillfish her whole life, so this is one OP quillfish. It's a big old quillfish. Oh, oh, I like that. It's, it's yeah, she's it's She's got there. one Pokemon, but what a Pokemon. Mm. Unfortunately, she keeps calling it Gyarados and shouting out <laughs> Hyper Beam. <laughs> so maybe the quillfish sort of does what it wants, really. The quillfish is the brains in the operation. Well, and, and very and much. The quill- and, and the killer. And the killer. Yeah. yeah. So the quillfish has got its own agenda here. So the quillfish is all using Gwen as a test subject for its poison to see if it can dumb down the human race to take over, perhaps? So, ooh, I like it. The ooh. big quill army. Yeah. Another evil team. There's <laughs> a horrendously malicious quillfish. Yeah, it's evil. Who, 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 wants, to take who, hates, who wants to dumb down humans. Therefore, could it be an, ex- an escaped church experiment? That was trying to remove knowledge from the world. Ooh. They, they oh. developed some kind of quillfish. But they went, this is too powerful, it's too, too scary. So they were like, lock it in the archives, yeah. and it got out somehow. When the tower was destroyed, or? No, because no it's, it's been with Gwen oh, I was going to say that, that this, this was Gwen's experiment, but she's forgotten. Ooh. She, Ooh. she was a church she was member. A church member. She was a church member who was working on this quillfish to erase memory from heathens, Whoa. like people like Theo, who were excommunicated. excommunicated the plan yeah. was, if you got excommunicated, You'd quillfish would take all, all your forget all your knowledge. Mm. All of a sudden, quillfish gets smarter than her, erases her memory, makes her think she's called Caitlin, makes her sell ice cream, <laughs> makes her be sociable. Oh! <laughs> the worst crime of all. Josh, you're a monster, and we love it. There we go. Okay, that's Caitlin. Oh. We'll, maybe we'll see her soon. We need to stop creating ultimate villains for us. <laughs> but hey, thanks so much, thanks Josh. Thanks so much, Josh. And if you've got any other ideas, other people listening, the tens of you at home, <laughs> go and email criticalditto at gmail.com and we'll do a midsection about it. Mm. Yeah. Is, is email dated now? Are we are we behind? You can also tweet us. Slide into our DMs. Slide into the we DMs. We need to get an Instagram. That's... No, no, no. I we mean, I, Snapchat. I like Ooh. the email. I, this is more just a comment on us. Are we like... The email to me, listeners... Makes me feel like you're serious. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, bring them in. Send them Thanks, in, Thanks, Josh. Cheers yeah. to you. Guys, on our TikTok. I think we've got we've got another patient coming into the ER. Scalpel, so. scalpel. No, you get me out of scalpel, scalpel. Alley. scalpel. Who's that Pokemon? Scarmory. It's Scarmory. Is it just you three? None of, none of the other characters. I think that's best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably for the best. <laughs> Hannah immediately goes to the cafeteria. Yeah. Maybe Candy has given you guys some little uh, temporary badges to gain access to like places like the archives, and maybe there's like a little bit of podiums on it as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe rather yeah. than badges, we've got the guest part, like a pass. Well, she, exactly. gave, she yes, gave us yeah. the buzzers, right? So maybe they had like the a pizza little... buzzers. The, pe- the pizza buzzers, the buzzers have a buzzers. bit of podiums on them. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I think Hannah's gone direct to the cafeteria. Vesper just disappeared <laughs> the shadows. Mm. Like at some point, you turned around and Vesper just wasn't there. I feel like Heron would have gone to suck up to Boromidraw or someone. Oh, f- yeah, okay. Bash has actually gone to the phone bank to call her parents. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think. Okay, I cool. think that's what well. Both of their kids are now in a completely different place than they well, exactly, thought they'd be. And Bash <laughs> feels like a more responsible. So Did... she goes to call Hyfe, her father. Her father. Didn't, they, then... didn't they have something to do with flutes? 
Yeah. yeah. Highfalutin. Highfalutin sold poker flutes. That's how they made their... their because yeah. of the great Snorlax epidemics. Yeah. 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 And that's how they made their... I don't know why you'd forget that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off we go to the archives, which are in the third side pentagon. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so what do the archives look like? Are they in the, the rustic area, or are they in the more modern area? I think they're in the more modern area, because they're, they're for people to, like, you know, look at, and it's, you know, almost like you go to a football stadium, and they've got, mm. like, the museum that's, like, yeah. the history of our football club. I'm imagining, you know. if, like, it to be fairly dark, but quite well lit. So it's part working archive, part museum mm. uh, installation, mm. almost. Yeah. There's pictures of, of previous trophies that have evolved through the years, as the Pokemon League trophy has evolved from the very first ever Pokemon League trophy of the Formula region, which was where battles were reported via newspaper and mm. written down. So there's only a nice. written record. And I like that there's like front page newspaper clippings yeah. going up the wall until one point they turn to photographs and then mm. moving pictures. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So we can see that it's quite a, you know, museum like but very clean, sterile environment where everything's kept behind glass. But there is actually, as you walk in now, you see in front of you a huge portrait of Gary Smoke. And a little video camera set up in front where you can send your messages to Gary. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. We hope you you get found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people people have written down messages. Every time you put one in, he, he says one of his catchphrases. You've just been smoked. <laughs> yeah, stick it in me. If you can't smoke it, I don't want it. Cheers, babe. Yeah, so there's that. Are we still are we imagining there's a sort of timeline? As, as yeah, we go yeah, exactly. A timeline that goes so, in. But then there's an actual area where you can access specific battles. At mm. what point in this room, in this timeline, do we see the Pokemon League go from purely a sports event to becoming the, the governance of the Formia region? Where in its history does that I, 1328. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I think they're the most powerful trainers. It makes sense that if there's a big problem, they send the most powerful trainers brilliant so to, there, so there to was help a, them out there was at one point where there was just this huge region-wide problem yeah and the most powerful trainers who were involved in the league it's almost like it's almost the, like the justice league got it <laughs> like, got it got it got it the top four previous champions gathered together to deal with a problem and they became the elite, elite four. four yeah and right. then and then they had a huge swell of public affection for them because yeah. they helped yeah. them. People kept coming to them for loads of different problems. I think there's still a group of people, though, that consider it as a privatised force came in and tried to figure something out that the state yeah. should have dealt with. And slowly yeah. but surely more forces have gone from public sides to so this who, private organisation. So about 50 years ago in this timeline, you see these Fab Four trainers appear. The Fab Four? And then later they change it to the Elite Four. <laughs> yeah. yes. They started as the Fab Four. It was as a the different Fabulous Foursome. <laughs> the Fabulous Foursome. And then for, copyright, okay. for, co- for <laughs> copyright reasons, they had to change it. Yeah, so they, these Elite Trainers of the time rose up to deal with a meteor strike. <laughs> Whoa! My uh, word. Yeah, Whoa. well, it's big. It's a region-wide event. So I'll there say. was there was like a comet that was heading towards the Formula region. Uh, upsurge in Clefairies um, was was foretold the event. That's how they knew it was coming. Otherwise, it would have just hit. Loads yeah, of everything. And, and, every Pokemon that needed a Moonstone to evolve evolved on the same day they because like, there was a giant Moon Rock. Yeah, exactly. So this giant Moon Rock. Absol's everywhere. You know. Yeah. Absol was like telling danger. Absol was just like, guys, you just wait. <laughs> you just wait, Absol. You just wait, man. Okay, don't worry about it. Your, your disaster hair standing up. Don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> but this Moon Rock was coming down nobody knew what to do they needed someone to act quickly decisively uh, the, the the governance of the Formula region were like you know at odds with each other we're like we should shoot it we should magnetise it with a giant magneton we should I don't know oh Magneto that's your plan for everything <laughs> no one could decide 
So these super powerful trainers who just won the biggest sporting event in the land clubbed together and basically said, let's do it. Let's sort it out. Or so the history books tell us. What? what I mean is, you know, it's the winners who write the history, am I right? Okay, yes. so these the four trainers. Nero, Ilana Flash, Gordo, and A-Bomb. He's very explosive. I see A-Bomb in like a full nuclear suit. These four came in, sorted it out somehow. The details they, are fair. They, the they flew up. They, they all trained to be miners and were flown up. <laughs> Wait, this is no. not the film Armageddon. It's just Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. They just flew up. On a Rayquaza, fought a Deoxys. On a Rayquaza, did some stuff up there. The, the comet exploded, anime style in the sky. <laughs> no one knows what happened on the comet. Literally no one. But... Gordo didn't return. Oh. It was the Fab Three when they came back. Oh, no. Mm. Poor enough for Gordo. Yeah. Elite Three doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? to get that yeah. fourth one. <laughs> okay, so we've got that. Yep. They saved it from the comet, and then it became a more... Well, they got requests to help with other problems and other things yeah. in the world. I think just members of the public just had less faith in any other organisation yeah. and people yeah. were just like begging these trainers. So they set up the, the Pokemon League proper, which became the, the, the trainer class system became implemented. People, police force was sort of dissolved. And they had so many people come and offer to help them out that we were like, we need a way to rank these trainers. Yeah. What if to challenge the league, you just needed to be a ranked trainer of a certain class? You don't need eight badges. In our region, the idea of us having to go like, we've got one badge, we've got two badges, we've got three badges, it might not fit with all of our stories. Maybe a badge is just a way to up your rank by one. Yes. So getting badges or challenging gyms is still useful because it ups your ranking. Is that... Because that, I think, yeah, I like that makes that. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah that's okay. great. That's okay, great. Cool. It allows us all to do what we want and <laughs> still move up in rank. Sorry. So they implement this system and then it takes us through the archives to the modern day, and there's the. The Gary, the Gary match, I feel was like the match of the century. The Gary match against Boromir, Boromir against draw. Boromir draw. Basically, Gary turned the match on its head, um, flipped the expectations. Boromir uses a lot of like status stuff, right? So maybe one of Gary's Pokemon has um, Hostry. No, was it Magic Bounce or something that bounces status Ooh, moves back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, an, and an Boromir SPR. draw was like. I've got nothing. I've got nothing for this. What do I do? What Pokemon has Magic Bounce? Gary only used one Pokemon the entire match. I I feel like Gary and an Espeon work. And it was also just like, it was like a performance. It was crazy. Like the cheerleaders all had this like amazing dance. It just exploded the popularity of the league. Like everyone was like, oh, Pokemon battles are fun. Are fun, yeah. They can be amazing. Boromir Draw finally felt the pain of losing. (laughs) Uh, Which brings us full circle. So we're in the archives. What do you do in the archives? I think we access and we watch that that match. We watch Boromir draw versus Gary Smoke. Mm. We're quite impressed. I mean, Brandy is sort of looking, okay. considering her match. She sort of Brandy remembers her match with Heron and just thinks this is on a whole another level. Like the moves they're using, the strategy, the tactics. It's almost too much to take in. Like she'd seen Gary in battles earlier when she was a cheerleader, but she's not really paid too much attention once. He stopped paying attention to her. She sort of lost interest in the actual battling it was and it became more and more in her own head. You know, now being more engaged in what becoming a Pokemon champion is, you know, that's interesting to her. Kenny, mm. I feel like Bowtie reacts to this footage somehow. Mm-hmm. What reaction 
does Bowtie have to, to this see, battle? To seeing this battle, I think Bowtie's startled and um, sort of flutters off the top of Kenny's head, All right. and and darts up towards the ceiling somewhere. Okay, and like finds a little a little corner that she can perch on. Bowtie, oh sorry, sorry guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go see what's see what's up with her. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys, you guys keep doing what you're doing, and and so I do. What exhibit has Bowtie settled? Oh, that's fun. Was there like an aerial battle? You know how you can have those sky battles. Ali, there is a sky elite four member. Well, in that case, yeah. You know how in like a lot of museums and stuff, you get animals hanging from ceilings uh-huh, and stuff. Uh-huh. One of the exhibits has this flying member riding her. I feel like saying decidui. Yeah, why not? So it's like it's 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 an exhibit based around this flying Elite Four member, current Elite yeah. Four member. Yeah, that's fun. Current Elite Four exhibit. Each of theirs yeah. have their own rooms. Yeah, that makes total okay, sense. Okay, so she is. I mean, you know, obviously not her actually, but a, a model is mm. riding on this decidui. What's the first thing you notice about how she looks? Yeah, it's a model, obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah about how she looks. Yeah, there's something that you spot in this woman that suggests that her and decidui had some kind of magical bond in some way. Kind okay. of like the Golduck, Psyduck, Andros thing. I have an idea. Kenny doesn't think too much of this because he thinks that it's just the exhibit. Mm. But whilst this flying ace is definitely riding the Decidui, she's definitely not touching it. So she is she's Hovering. on it, she's, but she is definitely away from it. She's not touching the Decidui. So, but Kenny just got, uh, she must think, oh, it just must have come loose somehow. Or she's jumping or... yeah doesn't think anything of it. Bowtie is nestled in that gap. <laughs> it's like between... Between Trainer and Decidueye. What's Bowtie doing? Trying to nestle under the hood of this fake Decidueye, so I actually can't because it's plastic. What's, what's the name of this, this Elite Four member? Margot. She has a flying Macargo. <laughs> she has a Macargo, but it just uses air balloon as its held item. <laughs> <laughs> she has all the flying Pokemon except for an air balloon Macargo. So there's, there's there's all these bits about about Margot and her Macargo and her decision. She's a member of the Elite Four with a Macargo <laughs> air balloon. Um, it's her Pachirisu. <laughs> but there's this this specifically there's a little bit uh, about like Margot's aerial abilities and her ability to seemingly dance and fly alongside her Pokemon. There's like a sort of little science, like learn the science between Margot's um, aerialates, and there's like some pseudoscience that sort of tries to explain it. But the, 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 there's a thing at the bottom. It's like, but nobody really knows. There's also a little plaque about each of her Pokemon, mm. and. Kenny sort of trots up to this this decidui and reads the the plaque and it explains, you know, how it evolves from Rowlet. That's my Pokemon. That's Bowtie, it's, it's you. This is what this is what you become. That's amazing. That's what's and then reads more about it and reads how Rowlet loses its flying type and develops a ghost type. And and I'm kind of rewriting Pokemon lore here, but maybe it says something about no one really knows why uh, Rowlet becomes ghostly. And this sort of stands out to Kenny because I th- I feel like ghost Pokemon would serve the same thing as ghosts would in our world. Is this they're used to kind of scare people and they're, they're seen... Well, so yeah, people use them and they're not inherently... They're not necessarily evil, but they are a little they're bit... They're freaky. They're, they're creepy. creepy people mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. However, a lot of people think that about Kenny as well. Like, Kenny has freaked a lot of people, other people out in his life. Bowtie, I didn't know all this, all, all of this happened to you. 
You're going to become a ghost. That's um, that's a surprise. What? Is that is that okay? Is this is this part of part of you, Bowtie? This 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 ghostliness. What? You don't know. What? It's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. What? And just shakes shakes their head. You don't like you don't like a decidui. And then Rowlett looks at you, shakes their head, and you realise actually they weren't pointing at the decidui; they were pointing at Margot. Oh. Rowlett. You don't like her? Rowlett. Have you met her? Rowlett. Rowlett's nodding. Rowlett's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, Bowtoya, I'm thinking about it now, and I was in that forest that we met for a couple of days, and I didn't see another, a single other Rowlett. So, how come you were there? Was it because of her? Rowlett is going to go into a mime. <laughs> I feel like Kenny's going to try to gleam something. Inquisitive? I feel like it's inquisitive. inquisitive yeah. I, I am trying to see into Rowlett, and I'm going to roll inquisitive. And I right. am a plus two All right. at inquisitive. Roll away. So that's an eight plus two, so it's a ten. Boom. Full success, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad that happened. Hit yeah. me with your backstory. Shared vision? <laughs> yeah. Shared vision. Shared vision. <laughs> Shared vision. <laughs> We're going to go into Rala's eyes. I was going to say oh. we're in the Avery of oh, yeah. Pokemon League, yeah. where we've just been. Yeah. And the Skarmory Squadron are not there, but Margo is there, as are her team on the perches. But Cargo hovering, <laughs> ominously hovering above like the hay of the Avery. No, no, Macargo's blowing up balloons. <laughs> He's blowing up air balloons in the back. And just setting them alight each time. Macargo. <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that, Macargo. Do not use the nitrogen. <laughs> Whatever you do. Okay, so how's Margo, how's Margo dressed? Jodpers. Jodpers <laughs> and maybe like a like a uh, old style Air Force jacket with a fluffy collar, goggles. And blue hair. Basically, yes, and blue hair. <laughs> like every, every, like every flying, flying type I was gonna say. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Any more stereotypes we can put into this, guys? Um, <laughs> she's got wings. <laughs> she's wearing gloves. She's wearing gloves that look like wings. Wing gloves. <laughs> on uh, sale now at the Pokemon. Wing gloves. <laughs> wing gloves. And there's a wing girl there. Wing girls love wing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bloody hate wing gloves. They didn't sell at all. Sorry, I know it's your vision. Ollie. <laughs> Who's that? Was that Brandy? That's Brandy, yeah. Brandy. <laughs> I remember in the wing gloves. Um, oh, Brandy, Brandy, what were we going to do with this Mom, box you of wing gloves? Mum, you can't be here. This is Kenny's shit vision. No, I just said Get out of his vision. Oh, okay. Why are you both? What does always happen in my vision? Well, we're going to leave. We're Mum, we're going to leave. We don't know what he's going to do in it. Right. Mum, you're doing boy stuff. Right, you know well, what I mean? Can, can you carry a couple? Of, oh, no, no, Brandy. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so Margot is patrolling. She's pacing the Avery. It could be that she's trying to add a new member to the team. Has she caught two Rowlets? Okay, so, oh God, so on, so on one side of the Avery is her current so team. So she doesn't actually have the Decidueye. Doesn't yet. have no, the Decidueye. No Decidueye. <laughs> on, on this side of the of the Avery is her current team. And on the other side of the Avery, there's two Rowlets. <laughs> 
just punching silently like. Yeah. And oh. one of them is the most clean cut Rowlet you've ever seen. If you can imagine Rowlet with a square haircut. It's Jarlet's hair, smart, tight routine. And you're seeing this through Rowlet. Rowlet's eyes. Yeah. Okay. So when you look to your left, you, you down, see... You're you a Rowlet. See, yeah. You look at your wings. Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> you look to your left and you see this cool Air Force Rowlet. And wow. The other Bautol, you look... Am- Oh, I have a beak. That's new. Kenny, you're in this Rowlet body, and you're not used to being in a Rowlet body. Um, <laughs> Hold the door! We're hoidoring this Rowlet! Oh my god. So you feel your leg grip fall off the perch. Yeah. And you try to grab on. <laughs> but you're obviously Kenny. You're clumsy as, as anything. And like you slip, and you're one leg, and it almost mirrors you on that Skarmory earlier, like dangling by one thing. And the other Rowlet looks at you with this disdainful look, as in like, what? Rowlet, what are you doing? <laughs> Rowlet! No, they can oh, understand wait. each other. Oh, we can, can understand, understand each other. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just... I'm not used to this. I was a, a boy. What do you mean you're not used to this? This, well, is, this, a, this is our big chance. What do you mean? Well, one of us is going to join the team of Margo and the Elite Four. Oh. Oh. Dawn's on Kenny. What's happened? So Margo cuts into this conversation. Do you want, do you want to... I'll take Margo, yeah, sure. Hello, yeah. it's me, Margo. I caught you earlier today. You may recognise me from the holder of the Pokeball that hit your heads. I'm glad to see your hair is not out of shape, cadet. Rowlet, Rowlet, Rowlet. You, on the other hand, are quite scruffy. Well, I mean, that's not... Actually, no, I'm very used to being called scruffy. But she just hears... Rowlet, 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 Very talkative. Sorry, I'm just going to flap up and really awkwardly like gets back on the perch. Okay, you're not nailing it so far, scruff, Scrufflet. That's what I'm going to call you now. Scrufflet. You're Smartlet and you're Scrufflet. Well, Smartlet. Oh. Rowlet. Okay, do a flip. Rowlet. You don't actually have to say Rowlet. I mean... Shut up, Scrufflet. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. You don't need to speak either. All I'm hearing is Rowlet. I do a flip. <laughs> again. You're just how you used to do a flip and you said Rowlet. I flip again. Silence is important here. I start, I start, Look at the Macargo. I start sweating, but I flip again, and I flip again, and I flip again. Stop. I like the commitment. Rowlet. You, Scrufflet, the same. But one more flip. <laughs> Come on, right, roll, 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 like, plus physical, which is like a minus one for Kenny, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, that's a six, so it's a minus five. Minus one, a five. <laughs> Kenny, you attempt to flip. Mm-hmm. You midair realise that you're going to over-rotate, so try to correct yourself with a Rowlet wing. The Rowlet Wing sends you careening towards the side of the room where Macargo is blowing up balloons. You knock Macargo, who then knocks over the, the, the can of, of gas they were using to fill up the balloons. It ignites on one of Macargo's flamey bits, and the Avery catches fire. Oh, God, no! Oh, Quick, we've prepared for this. Now, go! And her Pokemon are so quick on it. Like, Pelipper! So... Pelipper! Good job. I knew I got Pelipper for a reason. <laughs> Hydro pump again. <laughs> you too. Smartlet. Get some sand. Pour it over. Of course. Uh, uh, Rowlet. <laughs> no, again. I, you, I'm just hearing Rowlet. <laughs> I, 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 your, your will be done, Margo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Fire. Fire. Kenny's free. He's flapping around desperately. And Margo, the way Margo the grabs Bowtie, bow potentially in midair, by the sort of... By the Bowtie. By the Bowtie. She's very confident that the Pokemon are dealing with the, yeah. the sort of fire. She brings Rowlet close in and says, You know, I'm an Elite Four trainer. Rowlet. I can tell the stats of a Pokemon Rowlet. by sight alone. And my handy upgraded Pokedex, shall we say. Ooh, gotta get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Silence is golden. 
Rowlet, Rowlet, Rowlet. It's interesting to me that you and Smartlet are exactly the same in every way. Statistically. And yet you, you are an absolute muck-up. Oh. You are useless. And yet you could be so much, which makes it all the more disappointing to me. I think you need some harder training somewhere else to learn what it means to be strong. Howlet. Give me, give me a bird Pokemon. Talonflame. Talonflame. Ah, Talon! Take Scrufflet here to Route Uno Forest. Just drop him somewhere. But let them learn in the Scaroopy Valley. <laughs> God, yes, yes, <laughs> those Scaroopies are idiots. <laughs> nice. Oh, so you can communicate with the Talonflame. Talonflame speaks English. We have a deeper connection. <laughs> I taught this Talonflame. Talonflame. <laughs> English, that's one of my other skills. <laughs> you speak it- good. <laughs> I, st- I taught my cargo Greek, but I don't speak Greek. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> Talonflame. Talonflame, carry. Yes. Carry good. But no. Uh, at which point can I? No. Talent crab. No. You don't understand. It's not. It's my fault. It's not Bowtie's fault. It's Kenny's fault. But it ain't Goodbye, useless bird. <laughs> and carries. No, 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 no. And as as we're soaring through the air, Kenny you swoop back, lands into your, back into your body, into his own body, finding your pizza buzzer buzzing. Meanwhile, on the other side of the archive, Theo and Brandy, you've just finished watching the Gary fight. There's a moment where both of our buzzers start going, and uh, Theo looks to Brandy if we're going to stand up, and Brandy is just sat there, and the buzzer's still going, and Brandy's just staring at the black screen. Brandy? Brandy, the uh, the, the buzzers are... Um... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, uh... I just... You know when you you hang out with someone for so long you don't actually realise how good they are? I mean, that was amazing, wasn't it? Almost unattainable, you might say. If there's one thing that we taught in the faith that I'm no longer a part of, it's that all knowledge and all talent are acquirable in this lifetime. I look at all that talent and I just think, you were such a waster. You could have done so much. I mean, that was unbelievable. You saw him out there. And he spent all his time just wanting the next cool battle, wanting the next cool item. It's just not fair, is it? I suppose. It's not fair, but think about how passionate you and Wimpy are about battling. And with that to accelerate you, I think you'll be fine. Well, Theo, you're very, you're very wise, and it's nice that you're still clinging to the beliefs that you left behind. I like that. Clinging is an interesting verb, but um, you know what? It's a different Come time on. for both of us, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll go with it. But you know what? Maybe this is the start. What did you think? Quite enjoyed that uh that draw approach going on there with the uh with those stat oh, moves. You're Quite... one of those 
You're one of those people. I've I seen. mean, you've seen me fight. You know I love a Trixie move. You do love a Trixie move. But what was it? Your other Pokemon? You mean... Not um, Kabuto. And not, not Meditite. Not Meditite, but that other one. Um... I want to say Caterpie? Yeah, it's like that, but it's not at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's something. It's green, isn't it? It is green. It's green. It's somewhere in the, somewhere in the middle. Oh, you. <sighs> It'll come to us later. It'll yeah, one of us will we remember. We need to get to this lounge. Yeah, God, these buzzers have been going for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. We see Kenny. Kenny! Kenny, the yeah. buzzer! And there's yeah. someone, there's some not... old people next to me who just like, ugh, like tut as I'm shouting <laughs> in the museum. Kenny! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm just coming. The buzzer! Okay, okay, okay. We'll see you in the lounge! Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm coming now. I just, give me a, give me a sec. What? 90 year old Brandy. <laughs> My voice now hurts. <laughs> and Kenny just, just looks up at Bowtie mm-hmm. and holds out a hand, a little perch, and says, Do you know what? My, um, my rude abilities have hurt a lot of people before. And um, and I decided after I heard Dora that um, that I was going to run run away from it. But I'm not going to run away from hurting you, Bowtoy. I'd like you to to help me make it better for you. We'll show her. We'll show her what she missed. I promise you that. And I, I guess above all else, Bowtoy. I'm really sorry. That seems like a huge moment for you. And somehow, I ruined it. I want I want to fix it. See, this is why I want to understand this thing that I've got. And I think I need your help. And I, I, don't, I don't expect you to forgive, forgive me. But I hope you do. Okay, let's do a roll. Okay. A persuasive roll? It's a seven. Which is a pass. It it's is a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so maybe, so Kenny holds out his hand, yeah. asking Rowlett to accept, thinking that Rowlett will come to him. And Rowlett flies past your hand, like in front of you, and turns around as if to say, I'm going to do this. You can come with me if you like. But you've got stuff to make up to me, not me to make up to you. And then flies towards the door. I follow bow tie. Okay. And there we go. The beginning of foul play. And there won't be very much more foul play for a little bit because the next episode we're going to do is our Christmas special which I wasn't around for so I'm very much looking forward to listening to it as a as a listener rather than as an editor and or screeching brandy it was a big world building episode wasn't it oh we dropped a lot of lore we dropped a lot on you but hey hey I, I, I like to think it was fun and uh, some of you eagle-eared listeners may have noticed we dropped in a couple of your characters uh, just slip, just slipped them in there in the original Elite Four section. Uh, we'll be going back over those, uh, but we just thought that would be a nice place to put them in. So thank you 
to those listeners who suggested those characters. And as I say, we'll, we'll be going back over them in the midsections. We'll give them the dedicated midsection that they, well, definitely now deserve. As always, thank you to the creators of Pokemon Tabletop United and Pokemon Tabletop Journeys and everyone at PokemonTabletop.com. Go check them out. And I'm sure you've noticed this, but in this episode, we use the music from Braxton Burke's new album, Time and Space. And oh my arseous, folks, it's an unbelievable album. Is it the best one? Probably. Go to bandcamp.com right now and purchase it. Minimum $10. And I'm going to say it's worth a lot more than that. So this is a bargain at $10, but you can always give more. And I would highly recommend it because it's just amazing. I listened to the whole album on my walk to work and I thought, this is it. I'm... I've never felt more like a Pokemon trainer and my walk almost took the whole album and I went through the absolute ringer of emotions the whole way across. It's unbelievable. So many great tracks on this one and it's it's just going to improve your life. You know it. I know it. Go get it. I promise you. So thank you to Braxton and the Materia Collective. I'd also like to thank creators of Pokemon. Probably should. It's their game. Satoshi Tajiri and Junichi Masada. I'd just like to remind you that we are a fan-made, not-for-profit podcast and have no affiliation with Game Freak or the Pokemon Company at all. And of course, most of all, thank you for listening. And of course, thank you to David, Ali and Stu for playing the game with me. As I said, Christmas episode coming up for the next two. And then we'll be back to some of that more foul play in the Pokemon League. Super fun. You might think that we're okay at improvising and uh, the post-credit scene today will show you that sometimes it's not always a hit. And remember, go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. Archipelago Islands and their, their their goddamn bridge problem. Ah, curse! Uh, that was bridges. <laughs> Dad, that was bridges. Hey, hey, fee- feaster! How's your bridge looking this morning? Oh, it's not looking so good, there, Bronx. I can say that again. My one collapsed into the sea last week with my nephew on it. Oh no! How is little flurb? <laughs> flurb. He's what? in the sea! He's still, he's still in there! You haven't picked him up yet? Well, he got really good at treading water, and then I thought, hey, maybe I'm onto something here, uh, so I've just been feeding him through a tube. <laughs> I question your parents. He's gotten so strong. <laughs> Where's the tube? <laughs> okay, I never go to see Archipelago. <laughs>